0: let's talk about like like how do i get the schools to not look at um the, the like my gpa to not look at my stats to not look at my d's and c's and f's and things like that Hey, what is up? Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind podcast, where we help you get into physical therapy school without wasting time or money. Our goal with these episodes is to give you clarity, confidence, and control over your ability to get into your dream schools as a future physical therapist. So if that's you, you you're on the right podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode and other episodes, be sure to share them out with other friends, other Pre-PT friends who you believe would value every single episode. We're here to help you get one step closer to your dream and before we start this episode we want to give you access to some of our best resources to help you get accepted into pt school despite having low gpas previous rejections gre struggles and more so go to www.ptschoolacceptance.com and we will take care of you from there have a blast listening to this particular episode and if you enjoy it be sure to share it out with other friends who you believe would value it as well Hey, what is up? How are you doing? Uh, My name is Joseph Gugge. I'm a physical therapist. I am one of the co-founders of Pre-PT Grind, where we help you get into physical therapy school without wasting time or money. So if you are a Pre-PT or if you are interested in the PT profession, becoming a physical therapist, then you're on the right page. Uh, And I'll tell you this, like this is just one training. We have tons and tons of value for you right here on this platform. So if you enjoy this, uh, do two things for me. Number one, binge on as much other content on here as possible. And then number two, share this out, share this out. We're doing this to not only help you, but to help your peers, your classmates, other pre-PTs who feel stuck and feel like they don't have the resources to do what they need to do to get into physical therapy school. So uh, this is super, super important. Um, And in today's training, I want to talk about, uh, well, I want to talk to those of y'all that have a Low GPA, and honestly, even though this is directed towards pre PTs who have a low GPA, this will be just as beneficial to those of you that might not have a low GPA. So, um, I'm I'm titling it If I Have a Low GPA, How Can I Get My Dream PT Programs to Look Away or Look at My Other Strengths Instead of My Big Weakness, which is My GPA? So, this is a question that we get a lot in. Um, let's define what low GPA is. So, a low GPA is Uh, technically any GPA that is below a 3.0. Now, um, we have PT programs that Uh, look for a 3.0 as a minimum for certain GPAs, whether it's the prerequisite GPA or uh, the cumulative GPA or whatnot. Some schools look um, at standards that are a little bit higher, some a little bit lower. And so when we have students that have uh, 2.9 or 2.8 or 2.7 or 2.5 or 2.4 cumulative GPA, they're like, okay, I get it, I had a rough academic start and there's multiple reasons for that. Whether they didn't know they wanted to be a physical therapist, so they probably were just kind of going all over the place, lack of direction. Sometimes it's just not having the right resources or the right study strategies for whatever reason, um, those students have a lower GPA, which happens a lot. So if you have a low GPA, there's plenty of students that have been in the same position as you and um, have gotten into physical therapy school. In fact, we know quite a few of them. So uh, you'll be fine. But let's talk about like, like, how do I get the schools to not look at um, the, the, like my GPA, to not look at my stats, to not look at my Ds and Cs and Fs and things like that. So um, let's talk it through because I think what what typically happens is um, for most students that have lower grades, we feel like it's impossible or we're around people that tell us that we can't do it, whether it's uh, our advisors or our family members. In fact, most of the students that we've coached that have had um, uh, significantly lower GPAs than most students, um, 2.4 is actually one that uh, we had as one of our students. Actually, we've had a few students with 2.4s who have gone on to get into PT school and even become physical therapists. But um, at the point where they were, when they first were asking a very similar question, they felt like they had very little support around them. They had uh, family members telling them, "Hey, find another backup option career because it doesn't seem like being a physical therapist is going to work out." Or they had advisors telling them, "Hey, this is not going to work out." Or they even had PTs they were shadowing tell them, "Hey, I don't know if that's going to work out." And um, the, the, the 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 biggest thing is well. I understand that my situation is what it is. I understand that I can't go back in time, so how do I get these schools to not look at it? And so, the first thing is, you can't get them to not look at it, but but it's okay. <laughs> let's let's kind of talk this through, because I think this will help uh, plenty of you who do feel stuck as uh, low GPA pre-PTs. But the first thing is, we can't, like, we, we can't help them like look away, right? So, so what typically happens with a, a lot of students that have lower grades is, uh, we think, okay, what if I get more observation hours? Can I distract the schools with that? Can I, uh, get a thousand observation hours? Can I get two thousand observation hours? Can I get all of these super cool experiences that will show the school that I am locked in, that will show the school that I belong there, that will show the school that I work hard? Um, and the reality is they'll still see the grades. So, the biggest question is how do we navigate through that? Right. And that's that is the biggest key to this whole thing. And so um, number one is we can't hide it, right? So, so 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 let's let, let's first of all digest that. And so if we can't hide it, then what are the questions that we need to start asking in order to give ourselves a much better chance of getting into PT school? That is the key. So the first question is, okay. If I have lower grades, what can I do about that? So what are the things that I can control? So number one, if I have Cs, especially in classes that are considered prerequisite courses, then am I doing everything in my power to retake them so that I can get an A, right? So so that's something I can control. And if I don't know how to get an A in chemistry or physics, then I can recruit help. Like for example, when I was in chemistry and physics, I had two tutors for both. Why is that? Because i struggled with both classes. And so um, that is it. Like maybe I just have trouble figuring out how to have the right study strategies or the right game plan. So if I can control my prerequisite grade or if I can control certain grades, that can increase my GPA, especially the prerequisite one, then I should do everything in my power to increase that. Um, I can control the schools I also apply to, right? So so, so when we're looking at schools, schools are slightly different. I think a lot of times uh, there's a, I don't know if we're taught this or whatnot, but there's a lot of students that feel like, oh, like every school should kind of look at applicants the same way. And the reality is schools do have some slightly different preferences. Some schools uh, will, prioritize the cumulative GPA and they want it to be a 3.0. And if you have a 2.4, they're like, well, we're not going to look at the rest of your application because we want a 3.0 at least for the cumulative. For other schools, they might have a lower threshold for their cumulative, or they might not value the cumulative as much, but they might value other things like your last 60 credits or uh, your, your, your prerequisite GPA. And so I have to be very clear about the schools that I'm applying to because I need to apply to schools that give me the opportunity to leverage my strengths, yes, but if I were to like, like, you know, uh, reach the potential of what I can do with the classes that I can retake, I need schools that will basically meet me in a position where I can actually stand out as an applicant. Does that make sense? So, like for example, with our students that have had 2.4s after graduating from college, it's going to be very difficult for them to ever get a 3.5 cumulative GPA because they've taken so many classes already. Does that make sense? So so, 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 I know that it's not gonna go up to a 3.5 or potentially even a 3.0 unless I'm taking classes for years and years and years. So my strategy has to change. I have to choose schools that will be a better match for me from a stats perspective. Does that make sense? And then I also need to say, okay, academically, what can I control in a way that actually moves the needle forward. If I'm just taking random cumulative GPA classes that have nothing to do with anything, then I might be wasting time and money. And that's where I have to get some guidance, whether it's from a coach like us or whatnot, to figure out which classes should I be taking. But at the end of the day, I can't hide it. (laughs) And because I can't hide it, I have to start asking myself, what can I control? How can I get clear on the schools that will give me the opportunity to leverage uh, my new strengths or to leverage retaking classes or to leverage uh, certain GPAs like my last 60 credits GPA? How can I like find schools that do that? Because that increases my chances of becoming the perfect applicant for those programs. Does that make sense? And then the, the, the last thing is, how do I respond to obstacles? Right. So this is super important. One of the biggest things that we tell students is start, start Start learning how to go through your obstacles and not around them. So a lot of times when we have challenges, whether it's, um, things like the GRE, we're like, well, like, I'm not good at standardized exams. Well. That that's an obstacle. What can we do to learn how to go through it so so if I've tried different things and I still struggle with standardized tests then that just means that you haven't been taught the proper way to do it or you haven't had the right resources uh, to be able to do that right And so I need to just start asking myself how can I gain the information, the knowledge, the guidance to be able to go through many of my obstacles so that by the time I apply, That is also evident in my application. The school can say, whoa, like we can see that you actually worked hard retaking these classes. We can see that your stats actually are very close to what we're looking for. We can see that you went above and beyond, and we can see that you also understand what we're about, right? And so that's that is a huge thing, learning how to go through my obstacles. Whereas most students are trying to avoid the, the things that they either do not like or the things that they actually have a hard time with. That's where now guidance comes in. That's where finding other students who have been in a similar position, that's where that comes in. That's where having the right community or the right people in your ear, that's where that comes in. But if you can do that, then you will get yourself a phenomenal chance of Becoming a potentially amazing applicant to the schools that are the best match for you, and you'll be one step closer to becoming a physical therapist. So that's how it works, y'all. That is how it works. If I'm a low GPA student, I'm asking myself, oh, how can I get these programs to overlook <laughs> uh, these, you know, th- th- this GPA? all these stats, how can I get them to overlook, like, like you are not going to get them to overlook it. Um, we just have to figure out how to actually go through those obstacles. We have to figure out how to, like, use leverage to our advantage. We have to figure out, okay, like, what can I control and which program should I be applying to? If you can start doing that, you're already one step closer to this beautiful dream of yours. And if you want to know an amazing, amazing place to start to get you locked in, go to www. we will show you how to become rejection proof in literally nine minutes and some change seconds right Like, like less than 10 minutes we will show you exactly how to do it and we will also give you an opportunity to speak to one of us so that we can help you figure out how to leverage a lot of these strategies for yourself so that you can increase your chance to get into PT school and lock yourself into one of your dream programs that is it I hope that was valuable to you. Uh, Looking forward to seeing you on the next training. Uh, And like I said, please be sure to like, subscribe, share this out with your friends, your peers, other people that you know would value this uh, because if this has been a game changer for you and an eye opener for you, I know it will be an eye opener for them, and I know for a lot of our students that have been, you know, coached by us in our programs and things like that, um, these were things that they had not been told yet by their advisors. And so, I know that when they heard this, it was like a massive game changer. And so, if it was helpful for them, I know that it will uh, be certainly helpful to some of you. So, have an amazing one. We'll see you on the next training. Bye.
1: What is up, guys? You've been listening to the Pre PT Grind Podcast, where we don't just help you get into PT school. But our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be. And I have a quick question for you. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread our message of helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right and that we're bringing value to you all our audience. So if you could take about 3 seconds out of your day to rate, review and subscribe to the PrePT Grind podcast and tell your friends about PrePT Grind, we would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the PrePT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.